0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and on Season 10 of The Sister Wives. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and mad hatter. And you found The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes... Information. Hey dumbbells, let's get dumb. Uh, woo! Wow. Tough let's point. do it. I did. I did a thoughtful
0: information on that one. You did. Um, I, just
1: I to thought... let
0: people know that I can be serious.
1: You can. You can ebb and flow, and that's uh, yeah. the beauty of us as a, as podcast hosts. We are also we have serious acting backgrounds. We can change. We can morph. Um,
0: We're not one thing. We're not one thing. Definitely not one note. Can't. Over I can dazzle you with the Austin <laughs> Bootler transformation and be stuck in that, from Burbank. Stuck. stuck in that voice for, I've been talking this way my entire life, even when I was on Nickelodeon, <laughs> even when I was born in Amsterdam, in uh, Anaheim on Nickelodeon. I almost said Amsterdam. That would have been way off.
1: <laughs> well... It's a disservice to keep our guest quietly giggling in the background.
0: We need that laugh. Well, that's, piping through. Giggling is generous. <laughs> that, Today uh, we have Butler joke is <laughs> a little late on the Butler joke. I feel like people were making that, you know, when the movie came out a year ago. But anyway, go a, ahead, Darren.
1: It was just the tiny little, you know, it was a giggle. It was sweet. It was uh, supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't be the only one out here supporting you with my laugh. All right, we have friend of the pod, hilarious comedian, Jackie Johnson, back in the weight room, y'all.
2: I was uh, just at a party with Austin Butler, and when we were leaving, he said, Hey, that was a really good job. That was right. Re- hey, you guys sounded really good. He, he did the voice, and I felt very satisfied. <laughs> I love the voice. He sounds great doing it. He said, Thank He's- you. Thank you very much. And then he asked for his valet keys and drove away. <laughs>
1: That's what Remember, a what a chill way to Priscilla. bring up that party too.
2: I'd like to hear more Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that's
2: dope. Everyone that knows me knows a name drop is gonna happen. Absolutely. At least one. So there that's a little tickle of your ass with a feather. If you want to know more, the story's on my Patreon.
0: I love it. That's a good story. Mine are like I shop next to the cash me outside girl at the Studio City Air One. That's like the level of my name drop, you know?
2: I would be so happy if I saw her. That would be so satisfying to me. Well, you know where to go. You win.
0: I was yep. like, "Should I get this fucking algae supplement?" And she was like, well, "Who the fuck are you?" And I was like, uh-oh.
2: <laughs> "Catch me outside." I saw I saw Sean Williams Scott at the Venice Air One one time, and I think I could have gone home with him if I wanted to. It was <gasps> we were vibing. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. We were vibing. That's mm. all I'll say. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, the guy that want to add know a fourth see.
0: name to that trio. <laughs>
1: the guy That's that we I just always see said. It, uh our little our little workouts uh is a a a lost canceled soul comedian. comedian canceled comedian and he's the only famous person i have seen in the last year and a half and <laughs> i've seen him 15 times it is oh, the guy wow. might be
0: canceled but he never misses a workout <laughs> never
2: Oh, I want to know who it is, but that really only narrows it down to like 12 people <laughs> in my head. So, <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it. You
1: can listen to that on our Patreon if we don't have one just in past episodes. We have brought his name out into the open. Okay. I'm I don't think we never I think we've
0: ever named names.
1: Are you sure? I oh. thought one day you were very cavalierly like this is the guy. <laughs> I'm glad he's
2: staying in shape despite, you know, the lack of his career and reputation. He's doing fine.
0: I I don't want to give him any juice. um, So I'll tell you off mic. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, when you say canceled comedian, that's like half my exes. So immediately (laughs) I go on alert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also half the comedians. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) just.
2: Mm Yep. Uh, male comedian. Doing doing well
1: over here. Well, um, Jackie, the last time okay, so the last time we had you on the podcast was yeah. like oh uh, so Two long. Two years ago. ago. Yeah. Two years-ish, yeah. And the episode started like before we got on. You were like, I am,
2: I am like pregnant Stuff I'm secretly is, pregnant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was newly to- preg. I might need to and go. Sick as a damn dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I might throw up at any moment. And I that's why I had to tell y'all, because I was like, I feel like I'm I have no energy. I'm not given my A game. I look like I'm gonna vomit any second. <laughs> I didn't want Stanger to think it was because of like his new haircut or something. I just had to really be honest yeah, uh, i
0: had a disgusting haircut at the time <laughs>
2: And I, I vomited
1: actually a couple times <laughs> but you yeah, know, we yeah. yeah yeah from the haircut yeah
0: yeah you're like what is that haircut called now it's like the greasy pork sandwich and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, fucking.
2: oh that would make me throw up if i heard that <laughs> oh thing. yeah I'm pregnant oh man that's hard uh-huh. that's
0: what it was called <laughs> i picked it out of i picked it out of a card out of a card
2: off of Um, a card yeah i think
0: off of the card is yeah they have that
2: card hanging up and you say i'll have the 32 (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then someone calls it a new priest (laughs) uh
1: yeah so
0: it was really it was a real tightrope walk for aaron and i because i kept wanting to scream jackie's pregnant during the Mm -hmm. whole podcast because Mm -hmm. as soon as you can't say something you just want to like talk about it all Well, all. also we
2: were talking about fitness and lifestyle and diet and all these things yeah. that at the time were very different and so i was kind of tightrope walking that also being like yeah i'm upping my protein <laughs> like all these things and, yeah. but then y'all came on my podcast yeah and y'all were the special guests when i announced my pregnancy which was like two months later god
0: that was yeah it was super funny was like we December. got super fun
2: and funny. yeah it um, was such a lovely like truly a top 5 favorite episode of my show and I think I did 300 something episodes so I cried I remember bravo. I cried. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful time. It's a big deal to share that information and the way you put it out there and it was, I was on, I mean, y'all have been my friends for so long. I was just thinking about this when I was getting on the call. Like yeah. I knew Aaron when we were like in our twenties, I knew Stanger. I think I, I remember I met you at a funnier die party when I was 26. Funnier die
0: Christmas party.
2: Yes. So yeah. I'm 38 now, almost 39. So yeah, I'm Over not good decade. with math, but that's like what? 40 years,
0: 40 or 50 years. <laughs> on the dot. Yeah.
2: You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and we gotta now get you a, have the
0: beautiful mind guy to figure it out.
2: Yes, I'm gonna have to get a uh, an ink. <laughs> what not an incubus? What's abacus? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get involved while we're at
1: it. I don't care.
2: Get Brandon Boyd in here to sing. Sing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> For your 40 year friendship. Pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah. So
0: polite. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, But now you have like a whole baby. You have like a one over one year old.
2: Yeah, I have a child and um, it's a lot.
0: (laughs) This guy's a doll. I'm on a special account that I can Mm -hmm. see his progress and growth. He's couldn't be cuter. He's Um, so
2: giant. He's really buff. He should honestly listen to dumbbells because (laughs) he is a chunk. He's got a blonde mullet that I'm not cutting. I'm letting it grow. Good. Until he has enough of a say in it, which who knows how long that's gonna be, so he's got like a mullet, he's chunky, he's no, it's like cute a,
0: he's like a little like Brian Bosworth like peak Brian Bosworth back when he was <laughs> killing it, playing college football.
2: okay i gotta I gotta look up who that is. You'll yeah. sports aren't really my thing <laughs> Brian, okay, is he old? Oh, it says mullet, okay, yes. <laughs> Yes. you gotta look at what,
0: like when he was playing football at Oklahoma oh like when I he see was
2: young. yeah, yeah I'm, oh I'm my gosh it. I'm seeing yes. it too wow this guy the baby stud. I'm adding this to my Pinterest for Sandy <laughs> for my son <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's a look. I love how the top is so short. He has yeah. like, yeah, oh, he's, it is a mullet.
0: I mean, there's no mistake, yes. no mistakes about it. It's not the new kind of, um, adjusted mullet. That yes. We're seeing it's now. full
2: blown. <laughs> just the, the top is just chopped and the back is the party. Yeah. It's, it's like
0: where they look like a mistake, you know? In yeah. A good yeah. Way.
2: No, I'm, this is goals. This is mullet goals. <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is molecules hey like right before you ever cut his hair you could do the side the like the Mm -hmm. the shaving on the side that's fun yeah yeah i Mm -hmm. love the
0: lines on the side all that stuff's cool it'd be really cool to see it on a baby um
2: yeah i I put (laughs) him in like a little blue button-up the other day like with a collar and it looked like he was going to work at best buy but then with (laughs) the mullet Together, I was like, "This is the best." I I said it looked like he was a hillbilly going on a job interview, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, "This is exactly like the aesthetic that I want for this person." Like, it was it's just pure. It's just and it's happening on its own. I have not cut his hair. This is just what the universe wants. So, universe (laughs) wants him to have a sandy blonde mullet, and I'm letting it happen. I'm fulfilling that desire.
1: You oh gotta gosh. give the earth what the universe exactly. wants.
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so cute. He's a very nice man. That's so funny. a hillbilly
0: going on a job interview. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest flaw? Probably my perfectionism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, get him a job on the Righteous Gemstones. That's what that voice just made me think of. Oh my gosh. That'll be a perfect uh, baby.
0: So, Jackie, we want to hear what's going on now in your life. Yeah. What are you doing? You look great. Um, couldn't look better. You showed us your arms earlier. Uh, flex, full peak on the bicep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you should find a veterinarian because looking at those arms, all I got to say is those puppies are sick. Um, <laughs> <Good> there's <God. laughs> snow on the peak of the bicep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All the cliches you could think of for how buff Jackie's arm looks. Yep. What is it? Now, That part of that is like wrangling a baby. Yeah, yeah. But also, you've got to be doing something to take care of yourself, right? What So what's well, happening?
2: So listen, I'm 15 almost-ish months postpartum, and I had a rough year. The first mm-hmm. year was rough in terms of like my physical recovery. My mental recovery, too. When my son was about six months old... I decided that I was having a hard time and I said like I need to make some decisions here and make some choices to help because it was just I was mentally and physically really hurting so I went to a Pilates studio right by my house because I said, what is like the physical activity that I've enjoyed the most throughout my life? Great. Reform Pilates, right? So I signed up for one near my house and they were having like a new year, new me challenge. Love and it, it was just basically like, I don't remember. It's like 500 bucks, three months unlimited see how many classes you can go to and you know, honey, we're all competitive like I'm like, and they put little pictures little stars on a chart with our names and I was like, I'm gonna beat Cecilia today, I'm gonna beat Tina, I'm gonna beat Lauren, like I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna have more stars than all these ladies, you know so I was like going in the morning, like that was the thing, now that you have a kid, I get up early, what a concept I'm up at six, you know, so I'm in that first class with all those moms and I'm in there doing the Pilates and like getting strong and like my back stopped hurting My pelvic floor got stronger. Mm. Just, it just really mentally helped me, physically helped me. And I ended up whooping ass in the challenge. Yes, you did. And then I just kept, (laughs) and then I just kept going because I was having so much fun and I loved it so much. And the the studio I'm going to is just the perfect vibe for me. It's not one of those, I've been to some really scary ones in LA where you think you're going to die. It's just so, (laughs) so hard. And like, this is just like, if, if you want to take your uh, weights down a little bit, go ahead, honey. Like, slow down <laughs> if you're not feeling it. Like, there's just no pressure, which is what I need. And so that's been lovely. And I finally feel, quote, unquote, like myself again. But mm-hmm. it took a good year or so. And I think when I stopped breastfeeding, that also helped um, I had a little baby weight that was not coming off and that was fine. I just needed to know where I was going to land. Cause I needed to buy new pants. I'm like, do I need to buy new pants or do I not? Like, I just need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it all came off after I stopped breastfeeding. So the breastfeeding thing is a myth. Everybody says, Oh my God, the weight will just melt off. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. That's not true because you're a milk factory and milk factories need weight and they need fat and they yep. need Supply, Okay. (laughs) So I stopped breastfeeding and I all of a sudden go, you know, a little smaller, but I'd never fit back into my old pants. I gave them all away. I went to Buffalo exchange and I got rid of them. I said, fine, I'll, I'm not going to be the old pant size anymore. And that's fine. Preach. But I think I look good. And my husband says I look even better because I think like once you have a kid, like you just, the hips get a little wider. Yeah. And that's fine. I think I, (laughs)
0: Yeah, we're seeing the hips. Oh yeah, let's see. And they look, they look great.
1: <laughs> and she's wow, doing a I dance. Love this. this dance, yes, yeah. Yes, you know, yes. like I'm feeling a good. Dance. <laughs> Mommy's
2: feeling herself. I also love those pants on herself. <laughs> I'll link you. They're from Amazon, honey. Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> we we've talked about this on the show. It is kind of maddening that you know Western medicine developed height of the patriarchy and Mm -hmm. so so much of that um you know related to pregnancy endures and so it's this weird thing to where you go through even if it's a traditional birth it's i would say it's you know like a significant like a significant surgery yes (laughs) even if it's traditional birth yes and so and then you're just kind of left like all right see you later um, mm-hmm. that's the end of it as opposed to, and if you can fight for some level of maternity leave, but there's no, like you should be teamed up with a physical therapist. Oh, that's yeah. like, this is how you recover from this pregnancy because there's more, you get more fucking information and care and consideration from getting your knee scoped so you can play tennis again than you do
2: from <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> going through fucking childbirth. Yeah. For sake. I just,
2: I really don't think anyone gets off unscathed. Um, unless you're maybe really young and everything even, went even the way that, it was supposed to, I don't know. But but it even was that, rough. it's
0: still you know like the abdominal muscles separate. Yes. Like it all, like all that shit happens to everybody, no matter what. And so yes. there should be something to where like, hey, if you want. You have access to meet with this person that's trained in physical therapy and they'll help you, you know, get back to where you can move around comfortably and, you know, not destroy your back and teach you how to bend and lift and, you know, work with your kid. I mean, if we're getting that level of care and consideration for, um, you know, a creaky, like a, a... Elbow that clicks too much when we're playing <laughs> golf.
2: Yeah, yeah, elbow yeah. golf. Yeah, <laughs> yep. We all know about the dreaded elbow golf. <laughs> yep. No, I saw a pelvic floor uh, physical therapist for a while, and it was very interesting because I didn't know what was going on every time I would cough, sneeze, laugh. I would feel a pressure. Mm. I guess. Where the best way to describe it is like kind of in my butthole, I would feel like a butthole pressure and I didn't exactly know why. And then she told me, she was like, so your butthole basically went like this, like, because that's what nobody told me. All my classes, all my books, nobody told (laughs) me that when you push a baby out, you're basically shitting, like you're using your shit muscles and you, that's my advice to, you know, anyone who's out there who's going to have a kid, like, really? Whatever that muscle is, you two are, uh, you know, certified personal trainers. What is that muscle? The asshole muscle. What is that muscle? And how do you get it strong?
1: Is it the sphincter? That, I like mean, the, there, whatever there is, you
2: use to push your shit out, like when you like bear down and you go, I got to get this turned out. <laughs> like, what muscle is that? I think it's like, a. I I think it's a combination of muscles
0: kind yeah. of all working together. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I you know maybe some core, some core. There's so a pelvic yeah. floor. Bulb. Yeah, yeah. I know that um, if you have if you got a fake ass, it doesn't help.
2: No, it, it absolutely doesn't. does not. It might no. make things worse. Let's be real. <laughs> but if you had a fake asshole, maybe maybe your goal. Yeah, if you
0: got like a if you had like a robo asshole. Yeah, you know, it's just like where. <laughs>
2: I, I a team of doctors
0: designed a robo asshole.
1: <laughs> Call us, we're interested.
0: <laughs> it's better that might than be like
2: the next big thing. Who knows? It's
0: better than like a cadaver thing where you find out like, oh shit, I have now have the asshole of a fucking serial killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better
1: there's asshole the asshole than the the face.
2: I'd say. I'm so sorry that we lost your dad in this car accident. He is a donor. So we are going to retrieve his <laughs> eyes, his lungs, and his asshole for use. So just sign here and we will <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we'll do the paperwork. Is asshole the medical term? And they're like, it kind
0: of is. Like, look, yeah, I'm yeah. just, you it's know, the easiest
2: way to say it.
0: You've suffered a trauma and we don't want to yeah. make you uncomfortable by saying rectum. <laughs>
2: Over and Spinter. over. Winter. I don't know what it is, but all I know is that that, that got that, wrecked. That comes
0: into use. And um, Yes.
2: And I didn't ex- exactly know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Until after. Yeah, yeah. Until I was recovering, basically. <laughs> it felt like I've used the analogy of like, say... Ski- <laughs> Say <laughs> Stanger is at Air one okay? Okay, okay. You decide to just not get a bag for your groceries, so you just carry them all in your arms. And then as you're walking home, your arms oh slowly God. start to kind of <laughs> let yeah. go of everything. Like that's what my asshole felt like postpartum. I was like, it feels like it can't hold what's happening. Oh, God. You know, like it did, but like it didn't feel secure. Sure. Yeah, it's like I just
0: I just made it like the bag one of the bag handles broke. Exactly. I and then you're like, "Oh, what am I going to do now?" In yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: Maybe one cracked egg, but that's the only real fatality yes, there. Yes, Everything yes. else survived. <laughs> the kombucha <laughs> didn't explode. We're okay.
2: Your $30 smoothie didn't spill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $28. Definitely, um, definitely
0: the kind of purchases there where your face starts to itch. Where you are like, I get okay. so angry. I get. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't even go. Um, we're actually getting one in South Pasadena soon, and I'm excited to to go. But I don't. It's too much for me. It's it's really funny.
0: It's an obscene luxury, and it's completely not necessary. And you can't do any kind of regular shopping there. I would say go and you know have a laugh and yes, you know maybe try it, something funky or a thing or two. But it is.
1: But get out. Silly. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Get, take your $20 bill. That's what I do. I take my $20 bill. I go find what I
2: can get. And then I s- look for famous people and I get out. And you say, cash me outside, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Cash me
2: outside. My friend saw Ringo Starr at the one in West Hollywood. And I'm sorry. I would wow. not be able to handle myself if I saw a Beatle at Erwan. That wow. would be like... Wow. The top.
0: That's a big deal. That's Jesus Christ. She said
2: nobody cared because Kendall Jenner was also there at the same time. Oh Oh my my God. God.
0: This is the world we live in now.
2: Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: Just want some of the buffalo cauliflower, you know. (laughs) And then, like, meanwhile, all they care about is like the fucking, you know, lip plumper or what, you know.
1: (laughs) The lip plumper? That's what he calls Kendall Jenner.
2: The lip (laughs) plumper.
0: Wait, no, that's not even the right one. Kendall's the kind of like fake model.
2: Yeah, she's had her lips done too. It's
1: fine. She just, I think, has a better doctor. Anyway, um, okay, let's. We have to go back to the ass exploding portion. Yeah, but but I heard that about our listeners will be upset if they're. I I heard that about pee, but not the butthole. So this is new information. Yeah, I'm really,
2: I'm really lucky that I never had any pee leakage. Yeah. I don't know why, because I guess I should have, but mine was more on the backside, the trauma. <laughs> oh God, um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <sighs> no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I think I've made a pretty decent recovery now, but it all started after I stopped breastfeeding and I truly think it was a hormonal thing because yeah. I was doing Pilates All the time, as I mentioned, I whooped everybody's ass in my class and the challenge. Like, I was going and going and going, and it still hurt when I coughed. It still hurt when I laughed. I still felt that pressure. As soon as I stopped breastfeeding, I would say a month, a month and a half after I stopped is when I felt this all tighten up. And now I can laugh and laugh, and I don't feel anything. So, uh, I don't know. It's a miracle. I
0: I think, you know, for just, like taking a stab at it, you know, as a cis white male, I think I should by all means chime in on this. (laughs) Yes, People would be upset if I didn't. (laughs) But I know, you know, your progesterone um, increases and that does all kinds of like miraculous stuff, but it could, you know, but joint laxivity is like, you know, part of it and all that. So I'm wondering if it's all kind of connected. I mean, it does incredible, truly magical stuff, for you during pregnancy to where you're able to grow an internal yes. like a new internal organ yes. the placenta which is like fucking amazing. You know, if you really kind of like start to screw down on all the amazing stuff, but I would imagine that at a certain point it stops serving you and then you're like, okay, we need to get back to a normal kind of hormonal balance here. If I'm yeah. Just, yeah and I, I think
2: know. I I definitely think that's what it was. I think when you're when you're breastfeeding, you are a milk factory and the hormones <laughs> that you need to do that are different than and so as soon as I dried up that milk, those hormones dried out too and then that's when everything kind of started going back.
0: That's when Jackie came backy is what we that's like to right,
2: say.
1: That's <laughs> right baby. <laughs> Jackie came backy. That's
2: your new merch That's your new merch Uh, Okay, so Pilates That's the main guy Pilates, but now I mean, honestly, my son is an alligator He's not walking, but he's almost walking But he is the fastest Crawling little monster Like, I will blink And he'll be across the house with a knife in his hand That he grabbed (laughs) out of the dishwasher And I'm like, how did you get that? Like, So Oh I wear an aura ring. I'm aura ring gang. And uh, I get my steps every day. Yes. Stanger two. I get my steps every day plus like thousands. And I have like a good amount of high. What's it called? A high heart rate because it's just chasing him now.
1: Yeah. You're yeah. doing chasing him.
2: <laughs> I get my steps. I get, I pick him up. I put, I, I also take him on walks in the neighborhood. But I live in a hilly area. So I'm basically just kind of, working out as a mom Hmm. and I'm getting my workouts in that way. And then I'm also sleeping very well because I think I'm so fucking tired by the end of the day (laughs) that like, I just go to sleep. Like my body has no choice. It's exhausted. So I get like eight hours of sleep. I have a sleep crown every night. Anybody with aura Ring knows what I'm talking about. Honey, I have like people that are in my little aura Ring circles. They're like, how do you have a fucking baby and you're sleeping more than me? And I'm like, honey, I'm exhausted. (laughs) My body's like, bye. (laughs) You're out for the night. And nutrition has taught me so much. It's taught me how to uh, get my most optimal sleep. When to go to bed, what to do. I follow everything it says and it works.
0: That's good. That, I mean, this sleep is so crucial and, and and absolutely necessary to your recovery and, you know, yeah. for your yeah. physical health and your mental health, too. I mean, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of, like, postpartum depression and all that stuff. Yes, is, sleep you know, deprivation
2: you, will yeah. made me insane. It truly, truly made me insane.
0: Yeah, you feel hopeless.
2: Yes, and I feel I'm such a better mommy when mommy gets her rest. It's night and day. When I'm tired, I'm like... I'm Googling like hospital return policy. Like <laughs> what's the warranty on this kid? Like, is it too late? <laughs> but if I sleep, I'm like, this is the greatest joy I've ever known. And I'm so happy that I'm stuck at home with this person, taking care of them. It's so fun. My sleep grandma changes it all.
0: My grandma, Ruthie, we were talking about kids and she was telling me that when she was, um, my mom would be up in the middle of the night, and she'd be kind of rocking her back and forth or whatever. She had a picture of her with a baby, and she was like, "I had to just put the picture down. Like I couldn't even fucking." Look at
2: I can't even look at you right now. I can't now.
0: even look at you. You're in my arms. I don't want to look at your fucking picture too. So just let me just fucking put this thing down. Put
2: it down. Oh my god, that is real. That yeah, is that's real shit. Yes. Especially when
0: it's coming from like your super A sweet grandma. grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's funny.
2: <laughs>
1: well, what about nutrition? I is there any hot new you know hot
2: new shifts before we? Yeah, wow. You know, I've actually have, I haven't publicly talked about this yet. <gasps>
0: Ooh. Oh my god, exclusive. We got an exclusive. Well,
2: so I you know I've been vegan for almost fourteen years. And I have decided to not raise my son vegan. Um, Number one, I'm outnumbered. Uh, My husband is not vegan. And to me, it's just such a restrictive lifestyle. And I just thought that I'm going to give him... Food that I know is nutrient-dense, that's nutritious, that he wants to eat, and at some point, he's going to go, mommy, why don't you eat that? And I'm going to explain to him why. And if he says, oh, that makes sense, I want to do that with you, then I'll let him. But until that point, I'm going to not do that to him. I don't want him eating, like, soy yogurt when he could be eating whole organic Greek yogurt, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Stanger knows when you're teaching a child how to eat, you have to lead by example. And it's been really difficult. He's eating his yogurt and he'll want to give me some. And I have to go, I go, no, I can't eat this. (laughs) And then he doesn't understand. And I'm like, "Uh, listen, I have a morality issue with the dairy industry, Sandy. Okay. So it starts (laughs) with the cat. I'm like, I can't get into this. So I'll let him give me the yogurt, you Mm. know? So I don't, technically consider myself a vegan anymore because i have had to let that go i'm not eating any meat i will never eat meat again as far as i'm concerned but i have had to have a few spoonfuls of yogurt i've had to eat a little bit of egg i've had to eat a little bit of cheese and i'm just eating it with him sometimes If I'm out to eat, I won't order it, you know. I'm still a big advocate of the vegan lifestyle and the vegan movement, but that's where I'm at. So that's the honest truth, you know. And I haven't, like, discussed this. I haven't, like, put it on my Instagram and been like, I'm not vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, I'm not doing that because, again, I still, like, consider myself a member of the vegan movement. I just... It's it's kind of complicated right now.
0: It, it It is. And, you know, the problem is, is that there's zealots on both sides. Yes. Which is kind of a drag because it's like, really, you should be able to do whatever you want at any point for yes. whatever your reasons are and not have somebody put you under a microscope. Yes. And, and oddly enough, we may have talked about this before, Jackie, but Jim Cameron, the famous director of the Terminator movies and Avatar, Way of the Water and all that stuff— Early on was the first person I heard say adhering to a plant-based diet, Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought – and he was like, why are we using big scary words like vegan and stuff and uh, putting all this dogma around it? He's like, look, I predominantly, if not always, follow a plant-based diet and – the reasons I do it are these and that, you know, if you want to know, I'll tell you. And if you don't care, then fine. You know? And so it was just like that, that, you know, that helps and that'll attract a lot more people to it. Yes, And, you know, obviously, you know, for sometimes people have health reasons that crop up or, you know, you with your, you know, dealing with your son and trying to figure out what the best path forward is so that he can ultimately make the choice when he's mm-hmm. ready. You know, it should, you know, you shouldn't have to worry about like you know, dummies in, you know, the meat eating community be like, yeah,
2: right. I well, told you. <laughs> I know. Or, that, or like people
0: turning their back avoid. on, you know, like a, yeah. the, uh, on the other side saying that like you let us down or whatever, or, yeah, you know. It,
2: it, that's why I haven't really said anything. I also kind of don't think anyone gives a shit what I'm eating, but, you know, I have been a very uh, vocal member of the vegan community. And again, I'm still supporting the vegan lifestyle just in this little way, unfortunately it's a little vague at the moment. I just, how am I supposed to explain to my 14 month old why I can't eat the yogurt? Then he's not going to eat the yogurt and I need him to eat the yogurt. (laughs) And this is the cycle we're under. It's a lot. I I mean,
0: you're, you're so right. I mean, I've proudly said that like, I don't proudly, but I've said clearly that, um, I've said like I'm some kind of like great leader or president or something. Like people fucking care.
2: (laughs) Well, you're a cis white man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So it comes natural. I
0: almost forgot about (laughs) what I'm entitled to. Um, But our treatment of animals as food is indefensible. Yes. And I would never go to the mat arguing ethics with somebody that's vegan or plant based at all. I know that I'm wrong, <laughs> but you know, for my own kind of, you know, vanity or personal health reasons or whatever, I choose to have some animal protein in my diet. But again, like if somebody is trying to argue with me on the ethics of it, I would, I, I would absolutely lose and defer to them because they are 100% right. So, you know, I mean, you can be on, you know, you can stand anywhere in it, you know, really. yeah. And it's, it is a drag when you have to, you know, Cause it's like you're saying, like, who cares? But people do, and you do get yeah. fucking heat on both sides. I, well, it's again, weird.
2: I've I've been, uh, you know, at the Mercy for Animals gala, <laughs> you know, <laughs> within the last year. I, I I'm I, I can't stress enough how much support I give the vegan movement and how I am still very deeply in the vegan lifestyle. But I do eat on occasion a spoonful of yogurt. <laughs> That's the way it goes. I guess I have. That was given to you by a little baby. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like this complicated thing. I'm not ordering out. I'm not you know eating barbecue ribs. Like it just it is what it is, and it's out there now. The exclusive dumbbells (laughs) scoop. So yeah, I'm doing my best.
0: What's up dudes? You got Aaron and Stanger here, and we had to interrupt really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show today called Athletic Greens.
1: Hell yeah, we love this. We love Athletic Greens. We love it. We want some more of it. We want you we want you to know about it.
0: Yeah, uh, we want you to know about it because we, we want you guys to take care of yourselves. We care about you. We like you. We need you. Yep. Hell, you listen to the show. We don't exist without you, really. Also, we kind of, it is a little, we want to show off a little bit that we're taking athletic greens.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what hot people do. And now like, that's what we're doing. And we want you to join us.
0: I was seeing a bunch of sexy people on Instagram and they're doing their little like <laughs> yeah. routine with athletic greens They're mixing it in stuff. It looks all healthy and good. It's all green and uh, they're mixing it up and trying it. And I'm just like, man, I got it. How can I get in that crowd? <laughs> and I,
2: and Aaron, this here we are. This we're there. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: we're it's, here. It's easy to talk about them as a sponsor. I use Athletic Greens literally every single day. It's part of my routine, my supplement exercise wellness routine. Um, I take um, I take one scoop of the stuff. I mix it in some ice-cold spring water, and uh, I'm, I'm getting all... Aaron, what are we getting from Athletic Greens? What can people come to expect from Athletic Greens? I'm
1: so... I'm so glad you asked. Okay, with one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. So this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. It covers it all.
0: Yep, dudes. It's lifestyle friendly. Um, whether you're eating keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, they got you covered. Um, contains less than one gram of sugar. Uh, we got no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, and it still tastes good. How would you describe the taste? It's got a kind of um, tropical, it's like tropical like mild tropical, yeah. And we've we've talked before about it. It's it's like the flavor profile of healthy and good at the same time. Like it tastes.
1: Yeah. It tastes you, good. You, you taste like what you're tasting makes you feel better than like the old version of yourself. Like you're like, oh, drinking this makes me better. I am now better. It's that taste. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, t- it totally makes sense. I mean, because I know it because I've tasted it. People are going to have to try it to get what you're talking about. Um, and so if you're looking for like a good multivitamin or, or good probiotic, uh, what it, whatever it is that you're looking for, you can kind of get a one-stop shop with Athletic Greens. And another yep. great thing about them, it's the best of the best uh, when it comes to uh, products based on the latest science. So they're doing their research, they're using the best ingredients, and you, they've got a, a constant product iterations with third-party testing. So they're making sure that they're bringing in third parties to test the stuff and make sure that you, the consumer, are getting the highest quality stuff.
1: All right, you guys. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick the up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We have we have really sweet listeners. We have sweet listeners, they're supportive. I think what yeah, you're nice. what you're talking about, I think all of us kind of have to like we don't realize like what the thing is that's gonna make us need to like reassess the choices we've made. And a lot of times that is like a kid looking up at you going, Well, everyone else in your family prays before they eat dinner. Why don't we? And uh, yes. uh and you're like, Well,
0: you don't want to get okay, into the whole. False-
2: I'm
1: a demon, and
0: <laughs> you know and what I noticed. <laughs> you know what I noticed in regards to demons. I've been watching. It's this it the scary, uh, the scariest month of the year is fast approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Spookiest month. Yes. And I noticed that they'll release a lot of horror movies, obviously around this time, and they'll talk about demons. Demons seem to love um, uh, bugs and beetles a lot. Hmm. Have you noticed that? That, like,
2: <clears throat> I have some, not
0: noticed that. No, something will come up where it'll be like, you know, there's a demon, and then, like, you'll see like, like a bunch of like bugs crawling oh, around and stuff.
2: That's what, true. I actually. wonder what that is. Maybe because they're in the ground in hell, like, hell is in the ground, and so yeah. they come up from the ground, and the bugs are in the ground. I think so that's they good. must scurry away because yeah. the yes, their, yes. their life has been disrupted. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, but they, yeah, it's it's interesting. They they definitely seem <laughs> to get the bugs all juiced up. Um,
2: I hate bugs. Yeah. I hate bugs. I guess I'm not a demon.
0: No, you're an angel.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, demons might hate them, too. They're trying to get away from them. They're
1: like, get me the fuck out of here. We gotta get- they seem to like
0: them around, and they let you know they're around because there's a bunch of <laughs> b- bugs and beetles scurrying around or flying out of people's mouths and stuff. Candyman was a bee guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh. there's something there's something to it.
1: There is yeah, to he it. was
0: uh, a lot of bees around Candyman, Aaron. I don't know if you know that. Um, <laughs> anyway, we don't have to we don't have to get too into the weeds on that. You know, I yeah. don't really have a fully formed theory, so I apologize for waylaying hey, the work podcast. On it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Work on it, dumbbell babies, bell babies. You guys like listening? Hit us, Jackie's with your theories.
0: contribution. Um, ground hell underground. Mm-hmm. I it think that's
2: sense.
1: a good, I think that's a good place Solid. to start.
2: <laughs> you remember like the mummy? There was like these little. Peagles. Yes. Yeah. That's scarabs. what I was thinking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Little scarabs.
1: Yeah. I Very...
2: actually saw one of those at Airwan. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody cared because Kendall Jenner was there at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Plus that third one wasn't a hit, you know, that third mummy. Oh movie. yeah. Yeah. They got so to come through with the like, fourth heat. one.
1: It's time. They, it, it would You're be seeing again. like
0: the scarabs are like showing up at state fairs and stuff now. They don't quite have the same juice. <laughs> they're, they're on cameo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yo, what's up? Uh, everybody wants to know what it was like when I ate Brendan Fraser. It was crazy, y'all. <laughs> but he'll always be my whale. And uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, happy
1: birthday. The, um, yeah. <laughs>
2: Birthday, Ruth.
0: <laughs> I hear that you like to play beach volleyball, but that Dennis, oh sorry, it says Daniel always will beat Scare. you.
2: Scarrow. Oh God.
1: <laughs> Whew, well, you guys ready? You guys oh. ready? So so we have Jackie on here. For um, for <laughs> for poet poetry reasons as well, um, because because uh, Jackie had us on when she was announcing she was pregnant, and so this is my turn to announce that I am pregnant. I am pregnant, and I have been. Wait,
2: what? <laughs> Holy that shit. That was so anticlimactic. You didn't like lead off or anything. <laughs> no. just, yeah,
0: Aaron, I am, Come on. I am build like, the tension a little bit.
2: I'm just like so overkid. Jackie it was inside. on when
0: uh, <laughs> pregnant, and now I am. So, anyway, thanks for listening and check out askthedumbbells at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <gasps> I. Oh! I am pregnant, y'all. I am fat and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> do so do the
2: later. listeners know that you were going through hormonal treatments and things or no? It's so all been secret. I, I've talked about like going a little bit through IVF. I I think we
1: talked about like getting my like egg retrieval that was like a year ago now. Um and like going through like the like that part of the process, I kind of stopped talking about it because there was nothing really to talk about after that. Um, But, but it has, it's like the IVF portion of it is like so insane. Um, And also like so many people do it. And so I like, Oh yeah. I now have like a, just a, just like a, just a better understanding. And just like those people are, uh, which I guess I'm one of them. They're you're like truly uh incredible and also um crazy <laughs> because it's like it takes so much. Um but yeah, so I'm pregnant there everyone, you know, that's why I haven't been able to lift weights. That's why I've been a little slug <laughs> taking naps constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sum up the first trimester of pregnancy as being a slug? It feels like <laughs> being a slug. I, how, have you been feeling nauseous or anything? Yes, I um, it there was like three weeks that I was like insanely nauseous every day. no relief. And then mm-hmm. that like kind of like subsided. and then it went to just like, surprise, you're nauseous today. and that has been a little bit easier. To manage uh though unpredictable. But hey. Um just really tired. I sleep yeah. That, like I'll take a nap every day, which I have never really done in my life. And it was hard to just like, like admit I
2: actually needed.
1: <laughs> um so yeah. So that were you not? Are you, are you sharing
2: you are you sharing your do ish time? Oh yeah, I guess um I'm due in March. I'm actually a
1: Pisces. I'm actually due on St. Patrick's Day, which uh, it, which is funny to me cuz I have a holiday birthday, so it just feels like we'll have a bunch of like fairy tale creatures running around. <laughs> <laughs> I just I really I I don't want my baby born on the fourth or on, on a holiday. She won't be born. Oh well, she's a girl. Um, oh. oh wow! <laughs> and it's just like I'm dropping it. I know everything. I don't care. It's fine. Um, but she, I just don't want her to actually be born on St. Patrick's Day because that's, most babies harsh. are
2: not born on their due date because mm-hmm. due dates are an estimate and they are not to be taken to bought to heart. They're they're not accurate at all. So don't worry about that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. 6% of babies are due on their due date or something, or born on their due date, something like that. Oh, wow. That's a tiny percent. Okay. Well, I think I speak for Stanger and I when we both say that we're so happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. I know you've wanted to be a mommy (laughs) like me. You wanted to be a mommy for a long time and it's going to be the best, most wonderful experience you're gonna be an incredible mommy, Aww. and I'm honored to be here right now for this moment. <laughs> even though you kind of blew it and made it not seem like a big deal,
0: and the gender reveal was just like an accident.
1: So
2: dumb. It's like,
0: yeah, I you know I hate to like coach you up on your broadcasting skills, but I mean we can. Maybe create a little dynamic tension. But you know know. what?
2: Honestly, somebody was just in a play crash for a gender reveal. They're out of hand. I think Aaron was good about like understating it because we need to stop normalizing big gender reveals. Yeah, I mean,
0: I agree. Like don't have like controlled explosions and stuff for it. But, you know, you could just like. Yes. take a take a deep breath before you announce it <laughs> yes, on your I podcast. Agree. You know?
2: Yes. We could have done a little something.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, a little like you, you make the drum roll sound yourself or we'll be <laughs> Add right back. One in.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but also
0: regardless, it was very it was very much you know, on brand for Aaron. So that was, that's that's
1: I'm like, I don't know. I I've known the gender because it's IVF. I've known the gender the whole time. So it's, uh, it hasn't, it's, I don't know.
2: It's now I have a question. Hard. And again, you're kind of, yes. you're kind of sharing everything. So did you yeah. choose the, the girl embryo? You said we want a girl or did they, did you say don't tell us, or did you say pick the strongest one and let us know what it is and use that one?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what we did. We said, give us the strongest, the strongest guy, girl, they, them, put it in. We don't care. Let's just see what's going on. But, but they did tell us then, then we knew. So that's. Well, women are the stronger
2: gender. We all know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No argument here.
2: So, so Jackie, you were here. Were y'all, were y'all, y'all IVF or y'all did it the old fashioned way?
0: No, old fashioned, but yeah, we did same. it. You know, because I was like in my twenties. Yeah, which it was so funny because um, I think I had stone when I was about twenty nine, and in LA, people are like, "You're a fucking baby yourself. Yeah. What are you, <laughs> are you crazy?" And I was like, uh, not really. I mean, I'm you know knocking on thirty here." So yeah, yeah. But it is weird. We do go to the school and see, like, you know. Ancient parents, elderly, stuff, right? yeah,
2: that's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same with the walker rolling up to elementary school. No, but you
0: fit in, you know, you fit in for, yes. for Los Angeles.
2: <clears throat> yes. Well, but, um, I'm a better mom because I waited, and Aaron, you are you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah for oh sure. yeah.
0: Cause you're less, you're not white knuckling it, you know, for yourself where you're just like, fuck, I'm just trying to figure out my own fucking shit. You exactly. know, now I gotta, f- I gotta <laughs> fucking airplane this food into your mouth for Christ's sake. I don't have <laughs> the time for this shit. <laughs> this
2: great yogurt. Look at yogurt.
0: your, <laughs> look at your screen.
1: <laughs> look at your Give screen. Shut up. Give that little gal a
2: lot of, uh, s- Aaron, gal, so a lot of screen time.
1: You. Yeah. Tell me I everything. I tell Jackie. you, Aaron.
2: As I was saying off mic, once you've been pregnant, you are pregnant for nine months. And then if you have another kid, you know, great, you do it again. But if you don't, nine months of your entire life, you learn all these things. And then it's all useless information because you're not going to use it again. So <laughs> pregnant, when you see a pregnant woman, all women with kids want to do is just like project all their shit onto them and like give them advice <laughs> that they didn't ask for things <laughs> like that. So I have so many things I want to talk to you about. At this point, do you have any idea about like the birth experience that you're wanting?
1: I think for me, I would like to be in a hospital Mm -hmm. and I would like to attempt. um, I think I would like to attempt a natural birth. My mom had me naturally like no drugs or anything. Okay. So just just to clarify... (laughs)
2: Unmedicated birth is. Oh the yeah. Term. sorry, sorry,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I don't I w- know. No, these I was things. corrected.
2: <laughs> I was corrected by my podcast listeners myself. Yeah. So, uh, okay, okay, now we're talking. Okay, so we want to do hospital, no epidural,
1: right? I, and I okay. think um, uh, my mom did it. So with me, so I feel like this like competitive thing of like, well, she did it.
2: I think I can yeah. do it. Um, yeah. But, and you want you a know. vaginal birth, assuming because you can't have a C-section without an epidural. Right.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: You know, Uh, as long as everything looks good and all that stuff. So I have, okay. I have so much to tell you. Oh my God. Okay. So that was my same birth plan. Oh. So the first thing education is key. You have to educate yourself about everything because you cannot rely on the medical system to do it for you. Mm -hmm. The medical system likes to take advantage of women that don't know what they want because they want you in and out of that hospital as fast as possible. So they're going to do everything they can to get you out of there fast, which is not going to adhere to the plan that you are telling me. So you need to enroll in a birth class. I have one that I recommend. I took one from Carson Meyer, who is a celebrity doula. It was such an incredible class over Zoom. I met women all over the world. We are still on a text chain together because we all had babies around the same time. She gets into every single aspect of pregnancy, birth. It's incredible, and it's exactly in line with what you want, which is unmedicated birth. However, lots of people in the class had C-section. She covers absolutely everything, and it isn't one of those, like, hippie classes where you're encouraged to do that. It's just she gives you all the information. Okay. I also think you need to hire a doula. Okay. I have one in mind. Mine was incredible. Um. And you, I would also think <laughs> all of a sudden you, you do all this prep while you're pregnant for your pregnancy and your birth. And then you have a baby in your arms. And you're like, what the fuck do I do with this baby? <laughs> so you also need to do a baby care class. The, okay. My baby care class came in such handy because do we really know how to take care of a newborn? Probably not. There's a lot no. to it. So you need to take a, uh, what, do you know what hospital you're delivering at? Um, Probably Cedars. Okay, so Cedars does not provide this education, so okay, I'm going to tell you where to go. Yeah, I did not give birth at Cedars. Um, great place, but uh, I, I did not go there. I went to their a hospital in their network called Huntington in Pasadena, and I had an incredible experience. But um, okay. okay, so there is a company called BabyLiveAdvice.com, and they have classes. They have a baby care class. The pump station also has classes and I have friends who took those and really liked them. Pump station is in Santa Monica, but I believe the Zoom classes, you can be anywhere in the world. Okay. They also have a grandparents class. So if you have in-laws that are feeling a little anxious or perhaps your parents, they go over all the modern stuff about babies because in-laws think they know what they're talking about. And a lot of times they don't because they haven't raised a baby since the eighties and they gotcha. don't know what swaddling is, or they don't know what sound machines are like things like that. So I highly recommend that class, uh, for Ooh, I love some that. grandparents. God, yeah. It's like um, my
0: baby doesn't fucking care about JFK Jr. and Ronald <laughs> Reagan for Christ's sake. What are you talking about? <laughs> the fuck's going on?
2: Exactly. Stanger egg. Exactly. They're showing so,
0: up dressing like fucking Miami vice, sunny Crockett. You know, you're just like, what the fuck? Where have you been? So,
2: so yes, educate yourself. I recommend, do you think you want to breastfeed? Holy shit. That, that more than
1: anything scares the shit out of me more than yeah. having a baby come out of my yeah. it, that it just yeah, yeah. seems so stressful. Um, and so I think again I'd like to try but I am yes. not I am not married to it. <laughs>
2: yes, that's they that's a perfect place to be cuz I that's what I told the Nashville listeners I said I I really recommend everyone try. Because you could be the milky lady that loves it. Yeah. It could be natural to you. It could end up being And I will say that the first 3 or 4 months of the baby's life, it's going to scream no matter what you do. <laughs> Popping it on your tit is the only thing that shuts it up. Oh, God. Like, truly the only thing that shuts it up. And so, thank God I breastfed during that time because it was the only time I could have a little fucking peace. <laughs> okay, so that's. And, and a I, guy,
0: like, that comes back to you, like, when you're like 16, <laughs> you know. Don't, don't think
2: I don't have those nightmares. <laughs> 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 don't think I don't fucking think about that all the time. So, yeah, Jesus I think you're Christ, in a great. This
0: is the fucking Sadie Hawkins dance, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Back at high school in Texas.
2: Oh my,
1: uh, <laughs> oh my God. What do you think
0: this does for me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. Go. I know. She
0: must love this. She must love this.
2: Thank, <laughs> thank oh my God shit. my pelvic floor is healed, or I would be in pain <laughs> laughing from this episode. <laughs> So, yes, if you go to that website, I said, Baby Live Advice, I don't work for them. These are just the classes that I did because my hospital provided them for free. And I think they honestly might be free for everyone. Okay. But babyliveadvice.com, take the baby care and take the breastfeeding class. Okay. Breastfeeding does not come easy. To most women, and that's something that nobody really talks about. They just think, oh, the baby comes out, I pop it on my tit. No, you got to learn how to do it and how it works and how to troubleshoot. And once again, hospitals don't always provide that. So I highly recommend doing that. Yeah. There was like when
0: back when we had Stone, my son, I remember like we would left and then somebody was like, oh, you got to get it to latch. And we're like,
2: what the fuck does latch? What the (laughs) fuck
0: are you talking about? Like, we haven't even heard. This is what I'm talking about. Erin's going to know how to
2: latch on her own. My baby latched. He was probably five minutes old, and he latched with no problem. Wild. Because I knew exactly what to do, and my doula also helped me too. But Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. Nope.
1: I, my again,
2: I, I like just kind of go off of like
1: what happened with my mom and I. And I, my mom didn't have the milk production, and I don't yeah. know. Again, it's the '80s, so I don't know if they right. had all of the knowledge. They didn't. So it was like, right. It was like, well, she's not eating enough, so give her here's the formula. Formula, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I I think that's always been in my head. Like, oh, I'll probably be the same. So just like formula which again, yeah. I, I'm not against, but I, I was like, Hey, maybe you'll be different than
2: your mom. It's not like it's exact yeah. one for one. So yeah. And, and I think have some cans ready to go and use them if you need, but just give it a good try. That's, yeah. that's all you got to do. If, if you hate it and it's fucking with your mental health then stop, you know, like women have options now and it's all about educating yourself about those options. Yeah. I think um, that's all such
0: yeah. good advice. It's this weird thing now, to, and it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but the world we live in now is we're all kind of siloed and separate. Yes. Whereas before, you know, you'd be in a small community. It takes a be- village, baby. Yeah, where yeah. there'd be women around you that had just had kids and be like, "Yes, that's nothing to worry about. Do this, this, yes. and this, and then you're fine." And then you get it. I'll
2: you, feed your baby with my tit, and shit. you go to the movies or something. <laughs> I'll stay in the cave with your baby. Yeah.
0: all that, all that level of stuff, to yeah. all varying degrees. And it was like, I think also too, just the comfort of like knowing, like, oh, this is normal, or yes. this is what you should look into, or this is don't worry about this because it's like you know you're you're fucking on high alert and you're doing like Google, you know, Googling shit. And then you get all kinds of mixed information. So I think having access to these classes to where they've talked to thousands of women and they they can troubleshoot before the trouble even arises will yes. be so fucking helpful. And it'll make you feel much more secure when you take that baby home. Because I can even remember, we Nancy had the baby at Cedars. Um, and I remember like, oh shit, I got to get him in this fucking car seat. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to pull his arm off. And it's like, you're not, (laughs) they're much more durable than you think. But I hadn't like been around a little tiny, like zero year old baby, you know, and (laughs) I don't know, ever. I don't know. So I was just like, fuck, I'm going to fucking crush this thing, you know?
2: Yeah. And that's another tip. You have to learn how everything works before, even like how to change a diaper. There's YouTubes on it, like how to put a baby in a car seat. How to work your snoo if you're gonna do a snoo? I don't know if you're gonna do a snoo or not. I could talk about what, the snoo this for thirty minutes. Doctor Seuss book for Christmas. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Snare doesn't know because that's my point. Like the the child yeah. years change so much. Like the shit he used on Stone is all like old, not you well, know it's applicable shit. Ancient. Yes, absolutely. Like yeah. the snoo is a bassinet that uh rocks itself according to the baby's cries, and it's incredible, and it saved my mental health. Um, your baby is hungry and they're very expensive (laughs) I know they're listen I could talk about this new for a long time Um, so like do drills make sure you know how everything works have everything set up because when that baby's screaming in your face is not the time to figure out how the damn bassinet works or how the car seat works or like this all has to be figured out beforehand
0: yeah you don't want to have the instruction book and the Allen wrench out yes while
2: the baby's screaming (laughs) bloody murder yes so Okay, what else? Okay. So I have something to show you. Okay. Do you do you have anybody in your life, friends, family that lives in Scandinavia or Europe? No. Okay. I don't think so. So I have a friend who lives in the UK and she had a baby before me, and she told me about this device. Okay. It's called the Epino. Wow. So I haven't gotten into my birth story, but let me just tell you that my baby was occiput posterior, meaning he was backwards, which is the most uh, difficult position to get a baby out. Um, His head was facing the wrong direction. So it took me three and a half hours to push him out, (gasps) which normally uh, the average time is an hour. OP babies typically rip you to shreds. They completely like rip your pussy, rip you all the way to your asshole, like because it's just like not in a good position to get the baby out. That might explain some of the. uh... (laughs) My asshole got. Yes. (laughs) However, I did not tear at all. Wow. And it is because of this device. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm holding it up and showing Aaron. But basically, these are not in America. They don't sell them in America. I think it's because. Uh, the American, uh, you know, medical complex wants women to tear because they like to sew them up and charge. Yeah. Charge Um, the episiotomy. Exactly. But, but in Europe, these are very common and basically what, so I'm holding this little device here. This has been inside my vagina (laughs) and you practice with it. You can get it all the way up to 10 centimeters, which is how big you are when you're fully dilated pushing out the baby and you slowly practice it over time, basically giving birth to this balloon and it will stretch oh. your perineum out, stretch your vagina to where when that baby is ready, it will just slide out and it will not tear your pussy. Because let me tell you something, pussy tearing is very common and most of the time they just put a stitch in are fine. But I have friends who got ripped. The faster you push your baby out, the more likely you're going to rip and they still feel those rips and they are hard to attend to and they can really be hard to heal. So I highly recommend if you want to have a n- unmedicated vaginal birth, get you an epinome, honey. Okay. You can't use mine. You're not supposed to share. Okay. But you <laughs> gotta I find somebody <laughs> sharing Europe, is
0: this uh, epinono.
2: It's an ep- epinono. It's like There's like a hundred things on the manual that say do not share, do not share. <laughs> um, I think you can get them on eBay. Sometimes, like unopened ones, obviously. But yeah, this thing saved me. Was it the most comfortable five minutes of my day uh, for the first, last three weeks of my pregnancy? No, it wasn't. But you know what? It prepared me. <laughs> my doctor couldn't believe that I didn't tear after what I went through. And it's 100%. Look at how big it's getting. Oh, 100% my 100% because oh my of this. Oh my this <laughs> is how big you're going to get, Aaron. Oh your God. hole. I know. Your I hole can't. is going to get this big. <laughs> Do you see how big that is? My Look eyes are closed. <laughs> Look at that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you basically blow this Jackie's balloon holding up. holding it up
0: to her head for scale. Yeah, yeah. You blow
2: <laughs> this balloon up and then you just hold it there and slowly you push it out and you get your pussy used to pushing out an object this <laughs> big.
0: I mean, you're a trainer, Aaron. Yeah. Here I you get, go. Yeah. Train. You got to yeah. train girl. for this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. I also will say, uh, I had a young OB. My OB was actually younger than me. So she's really up on the modern practices. She also used mineral oil and was literally like, e-oh, e-oh, e-oh. <laughs> like stretching me, stretching me, stretching me to help not tear. So I would ask your doctor about that. If you have a, is It usually if they're a younger OB that they, they will do that for you if you ask. Okay. Um, because that also really helped. Um,
0: yeah, you don't want an ODB. You want a young... You do my, not.
1: My OB <laughs> is an old man. He's a very man. Oh, old man. Oh, yikes. Ass.
2: Yeah. So he's probably really into like cutting and, you know... Which well, everyone, we'll have a chat. Know? We
1: could talk. We're new. So it's it's we're still establishing a relationship. It's not too late for me to change, but... um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is that it's good to know. It's good to know.
2: Yes. <laughs> Oh my God! I yeah. get a, I get, oh, a, I get a
0: woman, and I would go young.
2: That that's this. No this complaints is, here. This
1: uh, this Obi has come through a few uh, friends, so I mm. I feel okay. Like I don't feel nervous. Um, I've been told he really is. He's a listener and empathetic. Oh, and so oh, I um, thought you
2: meant a listener of your podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, he's a oh, huge no. dumbbell. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's, he's king
1: of the bell babies. <laughs>
0: He's like in regards to Jackie when she was talking about you tearing your <laughs> pussy, I have a couple of thoughts.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's going to send you a message. <laughs> no. Um no, he seems to be a good a
1: good listener of yeah, people.
2: <laughs> so, we'll I, see. I well, just yeah, a lot of doctors are not down with the no epidurals though. So just yeah, make I'll, I'll sure run, run a But but the key to that is you labor at home as long as possible. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Because if you, because if you're if you're in a place where the epidural is offered, you're gonna go give me the fucking epidural. Yeah. Wait, so were you able you stay to at home do as,
1: the? No, you were okay. I, I was like, I mean, it sounds it sounds
2: pretty in, no uh, pretty I, intense to say the least. No, I had such an insane birth. Like my water broke 14 hours before I went into labor, so I had no padding, and then I instantly was having contractions on top of each other. Wow. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going into, like, I'm going to have this baby. And it hurt so bad that I was praying for God to kill me. It was horrific. I'm not even, like, it changed me forever. Wow. Now, I had a backwards baby. It was, it, it, that was just, I said, get me to the fucking hospital. And Ben goes, are you sure? Because you said you wanted to. And I go, get me to the fucking hospital. <laughs> wow,
0: like the crazy sitcom joke they always do.
2: Oh, no, fully. And then- It took, you know, I had, I got it, and I got some relief, but then it stopped working. Op babies are a suck. Like it was, it sucked. I'm not gonna lie to you, it sucked. Yeah, but it's over, and I'm never having another kid, and (laughs) like that's that. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, Uh, I survived. I'm a different person forever. Um, My mom said to me, my mom had me with no epidural. My sister had both of her kids with no epidural. My mom said, don't be a hero. (laughs) Don't be a hero. Mm. but do yeah. what you want. I'm fully for it. That's the birth plan I wanted. And if I did have another baby, I would attempt the way I wanted it, which is again, unmedicated uh, hospital birth. That's what I wanted as well. I will also recommend to you that you need to do some kind of mental training mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, there is a thing called hypnobirth. I'm not a very Zen person. I could never super get into it, but there's this app called gentle birth and I love it. It's this, I believe Scottish woman and she does these meditations with you. And if you take them seriously and you really, they give you a regimen you put in when you're due and it gives you like, you do five minutes this day, 10 minutes to say that kind of thing. It, if you, if it works, it will be great because a lot of it is mental. It's a mental game birth. Like giving birth is a mental, like, so if you do want to seriously, do an unmedicated, I would highly recommend hypnobirthing slash the gentle birth app, which is hypnobirthing. Um, I think I have, I, this, I know like, you're a doing, trainer, so you have, yeah. you have ways of like doing something like that. So that actually will come in handy. Also you being so strong and like knowing your body and things like you can probably get that baby out without three and a half hours of put po- like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to be so yeah. in tune with your muscles and things and you're going to know what to work out and things like that. I have friends who shot their babies out. I mean, they were, the the doctor barely got the glove on and the baby shot out, you know? So you just never know where you're going to fall. Yeah. Birth is wild and it sets you up to just not be able to control a person for the rest of your life, which is what parenting is. God, it's just an unpredictable experience and you have no control over it, you know? Like I fully understand why women induce or schedule C-sections because it's a, it's really intense to just not know what's going to happen. Yeah. And awesome. if you have anxiety, it's like, yeah, schedule it, get me out of here. Makes sense to me. I wanted I wanted my baby to come out of my pussy. I wanted um, to not tear and I wanted to go into labor 100% naturally without being induced, without anything. And that I got all three of those things. So I'm happy in the long run, even though it was a lot. God. That's wild. I mean. Na-
0: uh, Nancy had a uh, painful um, delivery too that was mm-hmm. long with an early water break and then fast wow. contractions. Yeah. But I remember like we were at the hospital and we had done a birthing ward tour you know, mm-hmm. when we were like, did one of her birthing classes mm-hmm. where you kind of like, it's kind of exciting and you go and you look around and you're like, oh, this. And then you look at the, you know, like the nursery section mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so then they were saying like, you know, maybe help have her stand up and walk around a little bit. So this is when she was actually going into birth and she was yeah, in yeah. Like, pain and just like hunched over and like like the same like fucking kill me type thing yeah yeah and I saw like down the hall like a couple coming that was on their little tour and I was oh, like oh my gosh Nancy I don't mean to <laughs> step over my boundaries here but if you could just pretend like you're okay for nine <laughs> seconds while these people walk by Give so this woman doesn't fucking f- throw she's herself go to, down
2: to the, the stairs you know? to say she takes a turn to the abortion ward <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she did yeah she did like ah, you know yeah that, but oh I that's mean, so funny,
2: funny. <laughs> yeah you know cedars i will say has incredible anesthesiologists they provide walk they're called walking epidurals it's sort of like a half epidural so oh, it's still you can be up you still get the relief but you you're more mobile you're more um you know that i've heard uh,
0: really nice um, birthing suite too, where mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. she had the the recovery room wasn't as nice, but the yep. actual birthing suite was really nice yeah, there. That's
2: same with me. Gorgeous um, birth room, and then the L and D room was kind of like a shithole. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well you don't want to stay in there long. Other than you, know, you do have hours. No, cool. Yeah, yeah. You want
0: to get out of there.
1: Oh my god. Uh, um, but also, think about. But also, right? it's
2: it's <laughs> yeah. all
0: it all works out, and yes. it's all. It's all fun and a crazy adventure. And you get to like a certain age in your life where nothing, you know, when you're young and, you know, stuff happens with relationships and with friends or when you're finding your passion in what you're doing with work or comedy or whatever it is, you get the roller coaster feeling and like in a great way. And then you hit like a certain age and that levels out. You know, there might be some life events. Having a kid puts you back into that in like the best <laughs> ways to where you're just like holy
1: shit That's
2: I'm on so a sweet.
0: fucking roller coaster and it's great and it's great and you can't you know not to say that people that choose not to have kids can't experience that stuff but it's it, this is like this will like this is a guarantee that you'll be having some of these amazing wild goosebump um thrilling exciting you know scary in a good way moments too and it's
2: truly what life is about. I one hundred percent get it now, and it's it, it's there. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me, hands down, hands down. It was it the hardest? Yes. Has it been a lot, a lot of work and stress and <laughs> fatigue and change, change? But the best thing that's ever happened to me, for sure. I mean, he's. He's the most incredible person I've ever met, and I made him. And and it's such a sense of pride, like what our bodies can do. Yeah, it's. it's I can attest. I've I've seen the bond between a mommy and the and their baby is just. I mean, it sounds like you're super close with your mom. Like it's just the most special thing. Yeah, it's gonna be fabulous. It's gonna suck. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's gonna be some. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) know. But you're also- going to Google return policy Cedars, <laughs> uh, and you're going to be like, fuck, they don't take them back? Like, it happens, but it's fleeting.
0: It's yeah, fleeting. and now's the time to be so excited, too. You got to be so excited and, like, fucking pumped. And this is, and Nancy could yeah. probably speak to you guys better to this than I could, but I'm at year 13 with my guy. Wild. and so this, Yeah, so this crazy thing happens, Um, and I've told you this. Aaron, I think, but where you think, you know, the kid shows up and you know, obviously you're at an age where you completely understand the challenges and the rigors that's going to go into be, you know, motherhood and pregnancy and all this kind of shit. So, you know, that you're not, you're not a fool thinking like this will be the easiest thing ever. (laughs) You you don't, you know that. Okay. I will say that when the kid shows up, this little clock turns on and you're like, holy shit, this is, this this is unrelenting. This does not stop. I will never feel the same way again. (laughs) And this is like, I'm in a constant state of some level of concern or worry. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you think like, God damn, I remember those days where I was just, you know, sleeping until noon. And I had a day, you know what, this is just going to be a lay in bed day or whatever, you know, those don't (laughs) exist anymore. They don't. But when the kid gets to a certain age, they kind of come back like you get that feeling never goes away, but you get you you orient yourself to it and you get used to it. And so now with him, it's like, you know, we'll have a chill day. I take him to the movies. You know, he plays with his friends. He talks on the phone to his friend. It's like it's all, you know, mm. like you can relax. You can sleep. Yeah, in, but you that can, took
2: 13. Years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they went by quick in a weird way. Yeah. So it seems like, uh-huh. you know, when you're there's some there's definitely some tedious stages, but they go by so quick. And then you'll look back at those pictures and you're like, Ah, oh, look how, cute, you know, chunky he was. It's so cute. Now he's like all stretched out. <laughs> dad, I don't even know if I want to go to this movie with you, dad. Um, I'm probably going to go over to Aiden's house and go swimming. But, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you don't want to talk it's about Power Aiden, Rangers, isn't it? buddy? Yeah. <laughs>
2: That little oh. shithead Aiden with his pool. <laughs> the fucking Aiden's got the good yeah. snacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his mom shops at Erewhon.
0: Yeah. They don't got to do Ann's organics over at Aiden. Aiden's no got way. fucking Doritos.
2: <laughs> well, Jackie, you're
1: I'm in gonna, for a wild ride. I'm going to listen to this episode a bunch of times because I think I will. I'm like a little bit just kind of in shock of finally being able to talk about it.
2: Yes. But now it's ramping up. We're in LA. We're in the most competitive city in the world. You got to start lining up the doula. If you want to get night help, you got to get that now. It's going to all be booked. I'm not kidding you. Get on daycare lists. I know that sounds fucking insane, but you need to get on daycare lists now. That's how fucked (laughs) Los Angeles is. Okay. So start asking women in your neighborhood where they take their kids and doing research. Like this is, It's insane, but, like, you got to do it now. It's also
0: crazy, too, because, you know, we got a part-time nanny, and then you're thinking, like, oh, yeah, I'll just do that. And then, like, it comes up, and you're like, oh, we got to interview these people (laughs) and shit. Oh, yeah, it's a whole And then it's like a whole—you're going to leave your fucking kid with this person? It's like, you just— want to make sure they don't try to fuck them or something, you know, it's just like, I got to fucking vet this person out. <laughs> oh my God. You know, you oh don't know God. what you're getting. It's just a random Ram. person like coming to your house saying like, Oh yeah, don't sweat it. Fucking, you know, go do a comedy show. It'll be, it'll be worth it. You know, whatever yeah, it's,
2: it's, do you have any local family? You and Jason have any local family at all? We don't, but I I will say that I do have some
1: people that I have like worked for and I have like some nannies that I I know that have like provided care for people that I also know and love. So I'm like, I at least know that I have some phone numbers at least to start. Um, and I want to move my parents closer to me. <laughs> and that's yeah. even just to have a little bit of backup help. Um, Cause I don't have any family nearby.
2: Yeah, I don't either. And it sucks. And as Stanger was saying, like I say to people every night, every morning, It's like every morning I get up and I take a baby out of a crib and I change him and I give him milk and I watch him and I play with him and I take care of him. Every night I give him a bath. I get him out of the bath. I lotion him. I cut his nails. I put him in jammies. I put him to bed every day, every night. There's no break. There's no one there to do it. You do it. Your whole life changes. You can't go out. You have to stay home. If you could go out, you have to pay somebody. Like it's a big change and it can be very intense and hard. Um, Yeah. And I it's, don't regret it, but it, it is a change. It it is fine.
0: hard. It's fine. It'll make it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll make you great. I like. I had that little sum bitch. Nancy had a shorter maternity leave, so I had him like three months on. And like by the end of it, like I would just be like with his nails, like I would just bite him and like. <laughs> You know, like that level of shit. I might try that because it's hard
2: to get him to sit still. Yeah, I couldn't
0: get him in it. You know, and it's also like dad stuff. And then I'd be like out and like he'd be kind of cold. So I'd be like, fuck it. We're just buying you a sweatshirt at this gap here. Like I just pull into places and shit. (laughs) And like I just carry stuff in my pockets and stuff. Like we go to the beach and Nancy's like, what? Did you pack snacks and stuff for him? I'm like, no, nah, let's we'll fucking buy it here. You know, cause I, like, I had him like all the time, you know, <laughs> I'd like this streamlined yeah, everyone operation. Everyone
2: has their own style. Everybody yeah. has their own style. Uh, I, have you read, uh, have you read any books yet or anything? In I read, life? um, anything. what's that one, Emily? The outsiders or- expecting
1: better. I read expecting better. Yeah. I read a I read a bunch of like IVF books before but now that's uh-huh. that part is kind of done. Um, yeah. A
0: big did, like, one for me was baby, The Happiest baby. baby on the Block or something.
2: Oh yeah. That's an That's old an story. easy read. I have that one. Yeah. Oh okay. That's where that's it was like guy,
0: swaddling started Yeah, that's about. the
2: guy who invented the snoo is the guy who wrote that book.
0: Oh shit. Okay.
2: Um, yeah. So Listen. Fuck. Call me anytime. The thing I'll say is, you guys got to fund have... his
0: private jet. He's got to keep coming up with new <laughs> baby things. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's like, I got a fucking I mean, big house with a pool in Encino. I got to fucking pay for it. That guy's I
2: was... a g- a I guarantee <laughs> it, and he deserves it. As far as I'm concerned, um, you need mommies. That's why you need to do these classes because you just need mommies that are going through what you're going through at that exact moment to bounce off of. You have to have somebody that you can talk to about shit like this because it gets really isolating, really isolating. And even your partner doesn't understand, you know, it's a it, it yeah. unfortunately is a lot of on the mommy. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you're in yeah, for kids, a wild
1: ride.
0: Kids just <laughs> want their mom, you know, and yeah. that's yeah.
2: Yeah. And well, dad just want to
0: scroll. I Instagram. So it's, you know,
2: yeah. So everyone has their role. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did doing we interrupt your
0: scrolling dad? <laughs> I got to see what they're suggesting for me to look at. <laughs> yeah, wow. Buxom women deadlifting. Hmm. Yeah. How did that pop up? That sounds right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you. I will be texting you, uh, for for more. Um, but I will also just listen to um, this podcast, your old podcast.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, I did hot. an episode. I did an episode called Being Pregnant with Jackie J. It came out in September of last year. It was my first episode back from my maternity leave. And I go through all of this. Yes. I also have my entire birth story episode. There is audio from my birth on it. Oh my and gosh. I have two postpartum episodes and I get very fucking honest on them. So okay. if anyone listening is pregnant, uh, check those out on the feed. Um feed. The last thing I was going to say to you was something. Oh, when you get to the end. Oh, come come over and look through my uh, maternity clothes. You know, I have like a giant thing of them okay um because so many people are giving them to me pregnant women love to give their shit to people people with kids love to give their shit to people i've given all my shit out i know yeah i have nothing to offer you uh baby wise i've given it all out into the ether great um i gave robin von swank my snoo she's using it right now oh my gosh
1: I like do photo like shoot? the new lines yeah, for, like a a shoot.
2: Like, <laughs> for a shoot.
0: <laughs> Tom Tom Lennon's in there with like a little bottle or something and a tuxedo With a diaper on. on. <laughs> yeah, a diaper and a tuxedo. <laughs> I'll just obsessively no, I'll come, stare at it at UCB you know and be what? like, wow. Knowing
2: Robin, is. that is going to happen <laughs> yeah. afterwards for sure. <laughs> okay,
1: well, I'm coming over. I'm getting some clothes. Yes, yes.
0: You, uh, Jackie, you're anything. a patron saint um, yes. for doing women this need, show.
2: No, women need help. That's why when Aaron texted me, I said, I want this information out there. I want, the resources are so lacking and so many people don't have the privilege of having the time to do this research or these classes or these podcasts. Like, that's why once you've been through it, all you want to do is help yeah. because it can be a really lonely, weird thing. Time. So it's, I'm here as a resource if, if I can be helpful in any way.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Thank yeah, this, there, sh- there should be a bare minimum protocol to help women navigate that's standardized with yes. m- medical care, and there isn't. And so there's so much out there so that even if you do have time, you get overwhelmed because yes. it's just like, oh, where do I even fucking snart? Snoo, snart, snoo. Get that snart. snoo. Uh,
2: uh, get that Frida, the Frida postpartum kit that comes with like the ice packs and the like oh, shell yeah, for I've your pussy and stuff. Yeah. It bath. should... It should be given at the hospital. It should be government, like what's it called, like a required. Regulated. Yes, it should just everyone gets it. Like, um, I have so much to say, so I'll help you with your registry if you need anything. There's a lot of shit out there you don't need. Okay, yeah. Oh god, There's shit yeah, you I've- do
1: need. Get My ready TikTok for uh, does
2: have that a lot of that stuff, but yeah. I,
0: yeah. Get ready Listen for a lot first. of uh, z- zero to three month onesies that you won't need. Yep, yep. <laughs> That'll yep. be what everybody gives you, and you're like, yep. oh.
2: and they're white. Why? Yeah. Why are they white? That's the worst color choice. I said on Natchmute, <laughs> white onesies are the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> they they make no sense. Clearly, a fucking man with no kids decided to do that to women, <laughs> and it's unfair because they shit like. Stanger, you know the color. Yeah. Like split pea soup. Yellow almost. It's horrible.
0: Yellow hues. It's horrible.
2: (laughs) And it will come out and it will ruin the onesies. Don't buy white onesies (laughs) for anyone that's fucking pregnant. Yeah. Don't do it. Especially after Labor Day. Um, Of course not. (laughs) How embarrassing. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Well, Jackie, is there anything we can promote for you? Anything coming out? Patreon or. Sure. Uh so I had kind of a falling out with the podcast industry and I talk a lot of shit about the podcast industry on my Patreon and I go through like weekly and talk shit. And uh if that sounds interesting, uh I, I go into like why I quit doing my podcast and like I talk some shit and like just patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. Um we'll see what happens with me. I'm still kind of on hiatus. <laughs> That's has been good. almost get, a year.
0: Get the hot gossip. I mean, that's coming from somebody that had a a, a really successful podcast. It do, it yep. makes no sense to me why you wouldn't have some kind of lucrative partnership with somebody. Um, well, right I now. get
2: into it on the Patreon, yeah. <laughs> and I also give names of all the celebrities I see at parties. If that's interesting, absolutely. Like Austin But like Austin Butler.
0: <laughs> I grew up here in Anaheim. A Nickelodeon show. Get back from the stage. <laughs> uh, like where,
1: where we started, right? Back where we started. That's the scene, y'all.
0: Dated joke. Hey. Uh, so for us, if you guys have questions for us, for Aaron, uh, suggestions, um, everybody's an expert now, Aaron. Get ready for it. Uh, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com.
1: And you can follow us mostly on Instagram at The Dumbbells. We're everywhere else, but, you know, who's using X? Uh. (laughs) All right, that's it? We did it?
0: We did it. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the Dumbbells and the little uh, Dumbbells princess that's on the way, the little Bambino coming. Um, (laughs) Jackie J and her prince, Sandy. Uh, We like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between.
1: That was a HeadGum Podcast.